0: Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021.
1: Macy's is celebrating pride by continuing our year-round support for LGBTQ creators, brands, and causes. Top brands such as Demoda, Leota, Skin Muse, Earth's Nectar, Non-Gender Specific, Michael Aram, and more. Join Macy's and The Trevor Project in their sixth year of partnership and help provide life-saving suicide prevention and crisis intervention services that support LGBTQ young people. Happening June 1st through the 13th. Shop LGBTQ-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hi, friends. It's
2: Sashir And Nicole here. This holiday season, we're taking some time off. So we're sharing one of our favorite episodes where actor Penn Badgley and Nava Cavalin
1: play besting each other. It was such a pleasure to have them, and we hope you enjoy it. Hi, Nicole.
3: How are you today? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh no, I feel like I came in too high. Yeah. My energy,
1: <laughs> my energy level's on a different plane right now. I understand. Did you did you
3: rap super late last night?
1: I rapped a few hours ago. I wrapped at 8 a.m. <laughs>
3: No! Sashir! <laughs> My word. My friend's
1: working hard. <laughs> they are working hard too hard. That's wild. It's wild. Yeah. My body doesn't know what's happening. I don't know what day it is. I uh, I like went to sleep at 11 and then woke up at two to go to work uh, and then was like, uh, is it the same night? Is it tomorrow? What is happening? And then... And then Oof. worked. This is this is like that time
3: we recorded, and it sounded like I was in slow motion. Mm-hmm. But you don't sound like you're in slow motion. And then we did our live show, and I was like, "Did we record a podcast <laughs> together?" And you were like,
1: "We sure did." It was wild. Yeah. Now I'm doing what you did. I'm doing night shoots, and it's feels Awful. crazy. It should be illegal.
3: <laughs> it should. Too, it's too
2: crazy. It should.
1: We're also filming at. Disneyland and so there's all these rules and we have to take a million shuttles and there's like so many checkpoints because it's just like crazy security there so it's like mm. a lot of the times just travel <laughs> getting in there have any of those mouse heads recognized you uh yes some people have been like filming on the side which uh-huh. is cute like they get to see a show within a show essentially <laughs> oh that's funny yeah and then people it's funny it's also like um <laughs> people are very sweet, but they'll like scream while we're filming. So there's people have been like, Carla, <laughs> like on the side as oh, we're film- no. and then they gotta, like stop
3: and like restart. But it's sweet. That's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Action. Carla! Yeah. <laughs> and it's like uh, mm, please stop. And it's like <laughs> you're ruining it get It's not only that, but then there's also like just consistent sounds throughout the park there's just like music mm. it's like a, it's a small world is playing in the background there's a train happening there's like it's welcome to And then in 15 minutes the fireworks are gonna there's like a million na- announcements happening so it's like i mean we have to stop a lot <laughs> if
3: the audio sounds fine which it probably will i will never hold for another airplane again yeah do you know what i mean yeah When they're like, "Mm, we can't shoot this, there's airplanes circling around, it's all... No. If you can shoot in fucking Disneyland, where there's a hundred million sounds, sounds. then why am I holding for one single plane?
1: Hmm. Maybe we're Mm -hmm. in a world where there's no planes. Maybe they want to believe there's no planes in in whatever uh, reality is in the show interesting
3: it's funny to think about tv like once you're in it you're like oh so in tv there's no airplane we just don't even um <laughs> uh also there's no logos <laughs> <laughs> or there's very few logos no busy patterns <laughs> no busy <laughs> yeah you can't wear any like wavy things mm-hmm. because it it more rays. yeah it is interesting everyone has terrible wigs <laughs> I can't get over the wigs on these big budget
1: things. It's pretty wild.
3: They're terrible. Did you see the picture on Twitter of Chris Evans in a wig where they cut it with what looked like gardening shears or something? It was just like triangles. Oh. It was just like up. It was. No, I I was so confused. I was like, why did they do this? Why on earth? I'll find Please. it. I'll find it. And this is what people love about podcasting me holding a f- uh, my phone <laughs> up to the camera <laughs> for a picture they cannot see <laughs> um, but I did retweet it so you could find it real good. okay look I really don't know what I'm looking at. oh
1: my god that's no
3: hairline
1: <gasps> oh no 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 no
3: isn't no. that wild Who did that I don't know but that's the picture not up close but isn't that nuts? Also, why are we doing this to people? It's also
1: like you could have they could have edited that in they could have edited the photo. Like so, no, they yeah. shouldn't have cut the lace like that on the wig, but also no. They could have touched that up in the Yeah. Photo. <laughs> not only
3: did he anger the hair department, he also angered Post. They're like we are not <laughs> How helping do you do him that? at all. <laughs> they were like, "Chris, no. <laughs> we don't like you here." <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of <sighs>
1: Hollywood and TV shows, we yes. have we have a person from one of our favorite TV shows, yes. the television show You. Yes! <laughs> we have Pin Badgley and his best friend, Nava Cavillan, here to talk about their friendship and their production company and the work they've been doing together, and we're going to be testing their friendship and their knowledge of each other in a little segment we call Besting each other. Best friends today. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you know it. You love it. Best friends today.
3: <laughs> um, I think we're going to do Nava first.
1: Okay, so now we are going to do a segment called Besting Each Other, where we ask each best friend in the group about their other best friend. And first up, we have Nava cavalin and she's going to talk about her best friendship with Penn. Hi, Nava. Ooh. Hello.
0: Hi. Thanks for having me today.
1: Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Okay. Are you ready for these really intense questions? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready.
3: The first question is, how did you two meet?
0: Penn and I met in New York City uh, in my apartment. So he was um, good friends, still is good friends with a girl I was living with named Martha. And he had gotten the offer for you and he was really conflicted about taking the role. And I think he's talked about this in the press. I don't think I'm like outing him. And he was he was basically had come over to like consult with her, like had, was getting like different people's opinions and was getting her opinion as well. And sort of like, should I take it? Should I not? Um, and I had just gotten home from the gym and my roommate Martha didn't give me a heads up that I like you know, really cute celebrity was like gonna be in our kitchen. And I like walked into the kitchen and there was Penn Badgley. And I was like, oh, in my head, like, oh, my God. But I just like didn't pretend that I knew him or acknowledge um, that like I didn't pretend that I didn't know him, but also didn't acknowledge that I did. I was just like, cool. Like, hey, what's up? And then went into my bedroom (laughs) and thought about it the whole time. Like, I really want to come back downstairs. I really want to talk to him, but didn't. But then we like kept sort of naturally meeting after that.
1: Okay, so you're like in the same friend group. Yes, we're in the
0: same friend group. And then we're both members of the Baha'i Faith, which is like a pretty small religious community. So we would like go to a lot of the same events and we were involved in a similar like youth program, like a mentorship program for youth. So we would like see each other a lot through
1: that. Yeah. Do you remember a moment where you went from just like casually being in group settings to being like, you know what? I like this person. Yeah. And like clicking. We
0: had a road trip to... Maine. So I worked at the UN when I was in New York and I was a researcher for a a UN organization and one, like one kind of quarter, like a, like a three month period, I was researching media, the impact of media on like youth. And I convinced Penn to go to a conference with me mostly because he had a car and he could drive me and I didn't, uh, where there would be like producers and actors and people thinking about like the positive impacts of film potentially. And so we ended up driving to that together with my roommate, Martha, who works at Ted um, TED Talks. And on that car ride, we were all going through like something really difficult, really challenging. And we were like all like commiserating and like really bonded. And that's when he and I became really good friends.
3: Mm. Yeah. That's cute. I love that. When you said Ted, I was like, ooh, what is this? What is Ted? <laughs> You're like Ted Talks. I was like, Oh, oh okay. yes, I know yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's- the Mark Wahlberg movie, Ted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the teddy bear? Is that what you're speaking of? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next question. What is your favorite memory of traveling together?
0: Uh, it would be that road trip. But I'm yeah. trying to think if there's another, if there's another one. We haven't, we, we do, so Penn and I now have a production company together and we do annual retreats. We do like two a year um and this year i flew to london for one and it got because he's in london filming you it got cut short so we just had like a i know he's not going to say this but i'm going to say it anyway we had like a half day together in london and it was really cool just to see how people react to Penn in london like it was different than in the states i felt like there was a bigger reaction and it was like whispers through the crowd like that's, and <laughs> i just like in the u.s people are more straightforward they either know who you are or don't and they acknowledge it or they don't they're not trying to like Be secretive about it is my experience Mm. with him. You're both famous. You know what it's like. But uh, in the UK, it was like everything was like whispers and you could see like a whisper moving through the crowd. And I just (laughs) thought that was like so fun and cute. And it was just really fun to have like a half day together in London, even though it was like shorter than what we'd planned. I I loved that. So that's probably my favorite.
1: Did you guys do anything with your half day?
0: We, his wife was there and his um, kids and my sister was there and we all went to a really pretty park and we went to a bakery and we went to this like marketplace we were in notting hill and i think there's like a famous marketplace they sell like silver and like china like a very uk marketplace and we walked through that and that's where people were like whispering and the crowd was forming
3: yeah that sounds like such a cute day I mm-hmm. love it was that. it was really fun yeah what's your favorite thing about Penn?
0: My favorite thing about Penn is that he's super generous, like to a degree that I haven't seen in many people. Um, I'm his business partner, so I also like benefit from that in like a professional setting. But also as like a friend, he's just like he's incredibly generous. He's incredibly giving. Um, So that's definitely my favorite thing about him. But um, another thing is that he's really funny, which I think a lot of people don't know, and which, for some reason, he doesn't show often. And I'm always like, Ben, you got to be funnier. I think even before this, I texted him, and I was like, can you please (laughs) be
2: funny today? You
0: brought a non-favorite... They probably wanted you to bring Chase Crawford, and you brought me, so you have to deliver. We'll see. We'll see how he does. But he is actually very funny.
3: (laughs) That's so funny to
1: text someone. Can you be funny today? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so if you could have to guess... What do you think Penn's favorite thing is about you?
0: This is either his favorite thing or his least favorite thing. And it might be both. But Penn has told me many times that I'm the most straightforward person he's ever met. (laughs) And Like, you always know where you stand with me. Like, if I'm happy with something you've done, you know it. And if I'm not, you also know it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, like, dissimulate how I feel. So I think he admires that I'm straightforward. And I think it also really annoys him
1: that I'm, like, really straightforward sometimes. Can you think of a time where you were very straightforward and maybe he didn't like that? Yeah, I can think of many times.
0: (laughs) But uh, (laughs) there's, like, one project where I feel like we haven't met a deadline that we should, and I have sent him many notes about why I think that's, like, a problem Mm -hmm. uh, pretty, like, directly, and I know that that, like, annoys him. Because I think for him in, like, Hollywood, there's a culture of, like, it's casual, like we say six months, but it's really 12. or But I worked at the UN where it's like, it's not a minute later than yeah, you definitely. said. So like getting used to each other's different ways of handling that has,
3: has been like a point of tension a few times, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's funny to think about. Yeah, and the industry, it very much is, the timeline is like, okay, we'll get it to you in six months. And then it's like two years later, the project's <laughs> yeah. finished. And you're like, hmm, it, it went a little long. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What is something you do that drives Penn crazy? I text him
0: incessantly. If he doesn't respond to a text from me, I'll just like keep following up. I don't know if he'll say that, but I know it drives him crazy. I don't know if he's ever admitted to me that it drives him crazy. That's probably one. There's probably so many. Um, And maybe just like being too
1: direct sometimes. I think he's like, you could, you could have sugarcoated that a little bit. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) What is something that Penn does that drives you crazy? He ignores my text.
0: <laughs> also, on a smaller note, he never, he hardly ever uses exclamation points and emojis. And I know that's so stupid, but sometimes it hurts my feelings. I'm like, this was so sweet. It deserved a little heart emoji or something. So, yeah.
3: no, I get that. I love emojis, <laughs> I use them so
1: much. Just like randomly, too. There was a point of contention with uh, Nicole's texting because she she likes to... She's better at it now, but for a while, she would write in full sentences and add a Mm. period at the end Mm. of her sentences, and that feels... Harsh. (laughs) So sometimes you'd ask her a question and she'd be like, "Yes, period." And I'm like, "Oh my god, what did
3: I do?" Yeah, (laughs) and I didn't know. And this was a
1: universal
3: thing. Everyone had a problem with the way I texted. (laughs) Oh boy, it was very funny, (laughs) very hard to hear. And then sometimes I put a period at the end and then I'll delete.
1: (laughs) For you, I'm like I don't want
3: anyone to think
0: but then if you do it deliberately now is it because you're mad and you like want them to know
3: no if I'm mad I just like text a flirt I, I'll do like a voicemail mm. and be like I'm mad <laughs> that's good like a full-blown cartoon mm-hmm. character okay between you and Penn, who would do better on the CBS television series that has been running for <laughs> 97 seasons called Survivor? Has
0: it really been 97 seasons? No. So that's a joke. No. I would no. It. It's like like, do they do like four a year?
3: Yeah.
0: Um, like for sure Penn. I, he is like the famous rich one, but I am way more high maintenance. Penn is like so <laughs> down to earth, so easygoing, and he's like handy and I think would do well on that show, and I would die on day one. Like, I would not make it out alive, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever watched Survivor? I, th- I, was it the first season that there was some insane guy named Richard who was, like, quite evil or something? Mm, I probably I shouldn't say stuff like that.
3: Here's the thing. We, neither of us have watched it.
0: <laughs> I think I saw one episode because there was, like, so much press about this guy being, like, awful. But oh. that's the only one I've seen.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think you'd have any... Skill with the like social aspect of Survivor because there's like surviving mm-hmm. in the wilderness, but there's also like a team thing going on. And he, coming from the UN, I would want yeah if he, maybe, maybe. You have some skills working with. I other can
0: people. be diplomatic. I can yeah. be diplomatic, and I can keep a secret. Uh, I have a good poker face, so maybe mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Boy, oh boy, what's it like to keep a secret? Doesn't it just eat you alive when we see someone you know who's like a mutual friend? Don't you just want to tell them?
0: <laughs> I mean, definitely, definitely want to. But if I have to keep the secret, I can.
3: <laughs> boy, I can keep some secrets, but sometimes I'm like, I don't, I just
0: I don't gotta. Know <laughs> oh, something Penn is really good at. He is a vault. I think sometimes he also just forgets. But like with me, I will say you have to tell me not to tell because I'm very like open. I'm not super private. So you have to tell me not to tell other people and then I won't tell them if I know you don't want me to. But if you don't tell them, sometimes I just assume I can. But Penn always assumes that it's private and he's like really private. It's really good.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Mm. I tell
3: share everything about everybody. <laughs> and when people go, don't tell anyone, <laughs> I cross my fingers and I go, I will. And then <laughs> in my head I'm like, no, I'm tell <laughs> so I'm not
0: lying because I said right. <laughs> so sheer, do you tell Nicole everything?
1: Yeah. I do. (laughs) It should just be like I understood like, well, Nicole's going to know this information anyway. Okay, we've reached the end. Oh, what do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now?
0: I'll start with Penn. I hope Penn is an award winning director. I think that's a path. I think he'd be really good at that. Um, I hope he gets to star in one of the like superhero franchises. Just like I think that'd be great for him. Um, I hope our company is still around and successful. And I hope that he he has two kids now. I hope he has one more. I think he wants one more. I hope he has one more kid. And I hope that one of his kids is like a really talented classical musician.
2: Mm -hmm. And I
0: have one more. And I hope that his side hustle is being like a guest lecturer at USC because he got into USC, but he didn't go. And sometimes I think he regrets it. And I think he'd be an amazing professor. So that's, yeah. I hope he has a very busy, full He has a very ske- full schedule. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can like pull that all <laughs> off. And then for myself, I hope that I'm married and have kids. That's my number one. This is probably going to sound really strange, but I hope that I'm a really good neighbor. I'm like really obsessed with the idea of like neighbors getting to know each other and like bringing each other cookies when you live on the same block and like having each other's numbers. So I hope that as like a family, that our family would be like a family that anyone in the neighborhood could come to. Mm. I really love that idea. And I hope that our production company is really successful. That's so I love that. sweet. Thank you.
1: Can you be more specific about successful what what would you mm-hmm. what would happen in in your production company? It's <laughs> a great question <laughs> um,
0: I think we're right now we have a podcast out and we have like two independent films that we're working on. but I think we'd love to have sort of like a little bit of everything like mm-hmm. movies, TV shows. And then part of our ethos is like creating content that it doesn't have to be, like, positive or upbeat. It can deal with, like, heavy things, but that shows, like, a like a bright side of human nature. And it's really hard to sell that is what we found. And so I hope that we're, like, successful in that way, that we're not just, like, making dark stuff because that's what sells. So mm-hmm. I hope that we're making, like,
3: uplifting content um, that people enjoy and watch. I love that. I love that, too. Thank you. Also... Now I want to bring cookies to my neighbors.
0: I've done it many times. Some some are weirded out because it's, like, not normal. But for the most part, I've, like, made
1: friends out of it <laughs> always. <laughs> They're
0: like, oh, what did you put in these cookies? But I think people like it.
1: I should try that, too. There's, like, I'm surrounded by a lot of older people, which is uh-huh. fine. Ugh, but yeah. they'll love cookies. They'll, they'll love that. Love cookies. Yeah. But I'm like, I should probably know... These people, I'm gonna be here forever. <laughs> <So> yeah, I, <laughs> true. I like forgot because I, I like spent most of my adult years in New York in apartment mm. buildings where I'm like I'm gonna leave soon, so I would never I don't even know who these people are. And then yeah. I moved into a house and then was like not making an effort to go yeah. meet people. And then I was like, oh wait, I should probably <laughs> yeah, know these nice. people. Just mm-hmm. like I don't know in case of emergency or whatever. Yeah.
0: So I actually I lived in New York, obviously, before and I lived in Brooklyn and my roommate, one of my roommates also was like really into that idea. And we went we went down our whole block. I think we brought people dough donuts from like that bedside donut place. So good. Yeah. And and we made friends. And then the pandemic I had like just moved into that place. And then the pandemic hit and we all like were able to rely on each other because we like had exchanged numbers. We had a WhatsApp group. And uh, I was like, thank goodness we did that. Like, we didn't do that knowing that a global pandemic was going to hit, but we felt so much safer knowing our neighbors and knowing everyone on the block.
3: So you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, we're now going to quiz
0: on you. All right. excited. Nervous. (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
1: With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. I'm very interested in history, particularly Black history, and even current Black history makers. Like, I would love to learn more about the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott or or what Michelle Obama is up to these days, or what Megan Thee Stallion has to say. And if you are interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR Podcasts. NPR has a new collection of podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy and resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Abbott Elementary, from Trina, Trick Daddy, and Lotto, there's no limit to the range of NPR. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Ooh, Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits because I love food. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery needs and household essentials and the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Not only do you save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, but you'll also save money on every single grocery order. On average, members save over 30% each time. I love Thrive Market. Thrive Market sells snacks, pantry staples, baby products, cleaning, other stuff. And guess what? Things I've ordered? Chicken. I throw that chicken right up in the pan and I say, "Mm, there's nothing added here. It's just chicken. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift card. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends.
1: Now we're on to the second part of besting each other. We just talked to Nava, and now we're going to talk to her best friend, Pen Badgley, hello. Hello. Welcome.
4: Thank you for having Welcome me. Welcome, Pen.
1: Thank you for doing this.
4: He we're yeah, gonna ask you some
1: really intense questions, so I hope you're ready.
4: That's great. That's, those are the only kind I like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the first intense question. Okay. How did you two meet?
4: <laughs> uh yeah, it was in Nav. Nova- well, we're we both think that it's likely we would have met at some point maybe preliminarily before this but like just very much in passing but mm-hmm. um it was in her apartment because i was pretty close friends with her roommate at the time and i was sitting uh actually like in this little couch thingy talking to her roommate in front of ours named martha who's also very close with nava Shout out to Martha. She's listening. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I you know, actually, I was having a very intense conversation with Martha because I was thinking about whether or not I was going to take this this job that was coming up and it was called You, which is the show I'm now on. And uh, yeah, a lot of factors to think about. And yeah, and then Nava came in and I think she just worked out something along those lines. It was n- not, not much to think about. Then later, I would... Uh, see her again in that apartment because they would host these gatherings where they just pull people from all different kinds of backgrounds and conversations they'd had at work or whatever it is and they they called it a meaningful conversations Hmm. something like that and um i remember the first time i really heard nava speak i gathered that she was working at the un and everything she said was really sharp and i just thought oh wow you know who's who's this, who's this person? Yeah, and then it would uh, snowball. I mean, to be honest, I, you know, one thing I love about her. Uh, well, you know, I, I won't go on too much right now. I answered the question. Yeah, and we can get, we can get into
1: it. <laughs> We're gonna get into what you love about her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. The next question is: What is your favorite memory of traveling together?
4: I mean, real travel. Like we we only have the one which goes into actually what i was about to say is uh our friendship really has always had a, a like a purpose to it you know mm-hmm. you don't you, 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 a lot of people you meet circumstantially we really traveled together for the first and only real significant time um on our way to this this conference um it was like a media gathering and so we you know and what she was doing at the UN at the time was partly not all she was doing but she was part of her focus was studying the or researching the effects of is it research it was it it would have been gathering research because she wasn't conducting the research herself <laughs> so, so so you know she was researching the effects of media on youth and this mm-hmm. was like a lot of what i was thinking about at the time cuz of the shows i come from you know and so yeah our first conversations were all about that and then and it, it was like a 6 hour drive i think and so I don't remember any of the conversations, really. I think she played me some music by the 1975, I think. And I think maybe we listened to my music, too. And, and we, there were two other people in the car.
1: That's funny. You're like, I really love that she let me play my music. To- <laughs> no, you know <laughs> what? I don't
4: know. Right. To, 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 to be honest, I mean, it was on repeat. It was. Uh, it was just. It was. I don't win anybody. Like, but to like, listen else. to it again.
1: Let me know how no, you no, no, really no, no, feel. No, no, about it. no, no. But, but I think what you didn't appreciate
4: about that one. No, go back. Go back to the beginning. It's, what, we got five hours. Um, no, I. I'm almost positive that somebody in the car would have asked me because I. I do not offer that up. That's like that would mm-hmm. be really. That would be yeah. You don't believe me. All right. Well, just carry on.
1: <laughs> Wait. I want to go back to what you said about like our friendship has a purpose.
4: Oh. What. What do I mean?
1: yeah mm-hmm.
4: well i mean first of all we we run a a production company together and we have this podcast together pod and um i just think that the reason that we've continued hanging out and working together is because it's always had actually a quite an explicit purpose like to to make something of meaning you know mm-hmm. we we started early on talking about a script that she was conceptualizing and that was about her experience as a middle school director she was she was not quite like a teacher but she was a she was a, mm-hmm. a director and a like a kind of almost like a vice principal mm-hmm. and i was just fascinated like she 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 comes from a background where she's so professional and competent in a way that i've never had to be and i'm very professional competent in my craft but what what it does not require is like uh, like organization and and like that sort of real world kind of competency and responsibility, you know. You could mm-hmm. say there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders if you're like on camera and like lifting up a show or whatever. Okay, fine, but I'm comfortable doing that. There's stuff like being a the director of a charter school or like working in an organization at the UN. You know, that kind of professionalism, I've always just been like, wow. You know, and and I really wanted to do something meaningful in in media, like make things of substance, and I just felt like this was, you know, I don't know if I saw, I, I, I feel like when she first started talking about this script and she was coming from no background in, in media, I was just like, I've been working with showrunners and, and people in TV and film I, m- most of my life, really. And I was like, the second she gets some experience, I know she can do that. Like, mm-hmm. and she should do that. She's the kind of person who should do that. You know, there aren't enough people like her doing that yeah and so that was kind of like that was just the initial outset of us like having I think any conversations past like these gatherings where w- you know we were just amongst other friends. Does that make sense?
3: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. So what is your favorite thing about your friend?
4: Um I would say, I just have a real respect and admiration for her for her mind and her soul, like she. Again, it's this thing of purpose. Like she's always had, it seems like everything she's done since she was able to be, you know, out in the world making her own choices, she just, she, she means it, you know, she like does good things and means them. And that's like a really incredible thing. She's incredibly consistent. You know what I mean? And she's extremely honest about, like, if you're reflecting on something that you've done together, let's say it's, it's whether it's writing something or, whatever it is, she's, she actually describes herself There's a word she uses, which I wouldn't quite use, but it's ruthless. And it gets, it gets there a little bit. She's like, she's very, (laughs) very, but like the more you get to know her, it's not, I don't think it's like jarring or in any way negative because her, her, she's so principled. And so therefore like that kind of honesty and transparency, I think is just like, it's a great thing.
1: I love that. If you could guess, what do you think Nava's favorite thing is about you?
4: I well, it depends on which kind of if, we're, if we if you know it's like there's the flippant funny things and there's the real things. I know that once she said on several occasions that she thinks that one of the things that's best about me is that I'm generous. You I, don't I, like that? I,
3: I, I, well, no. <laughs> yeah, it was very it's, it's, it's quizzical. Yeah, it's generous? like
4: um, I'm a miser. I'm really just tight with um. No, I. <laughs> The reason I remember it is because I'm like, oh, of, of the things that I think are great about me, that's not one of the things that I would have thought of. But, um, and that stuck out, you know, and it's kind of nice when people can reflect back to you something that maybe you don't see as much about yourself.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That yeah, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go with that.
3: All right. What is something that you do that drives Nava crazy?
4: Oh, probably my lack of responsiveness on text. That's got to be number one. I mean, that's just, that's got to be it. There's there's a number of things, but I would say that's number one probably.
3: And do you just look at the text and go, "Oh, I'll just do it later," or do you even just like you don't have like alerts or you don't like it's, open a, your phone? it's a
4: confluence of things. Um, Ooh, that's a good. Word. I'd say, yeah, right. I'd say over the last year, it has been genuine, like maxed out bandwidth, and there's just like if there's anybody I'm responding to, she's in the top, you know, five it's just it's just like between having a a a kid Mm -hmm. and um i've you know when i work on this show i'm i'm it's a really really full-on kind of thing because i'm in like every scene and i directed an episode Mm -hmm. this season so it's just like it's just full 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 on and she's pretty understanding
3: wait how many episodes do we get
4: 10 but i but i directed one i directed one episode oh
3: nice. Ooh, fun 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 uh
4: yeah and then also this this do not disturb function now that everybody gets to use Let's just, just just leave that thing on for 37 <laughs>
1: hours. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing that where it's like so and so silence yeah, This phone. is on DND. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But is it like do not disturb or is it just putting their phone on silent?
4: No, it's do not disturb specifically. It's do not uh. disturb.
3: So you don't get alerted, there's no vibration. Mm-hmm. You don't get phone calls, but then I'll just show you that like someone called or someone texted you have to like look for it i used
4: to put my phone on airplane a lot and then i realized Mm. like i don't know that i was maybe too disconnected
3: well yeah because then it just goes straight to voicemail and then the text (laughs) yeah you don't get them till way way later i
4: heard you guys talking about leaving each other voicemails who leaves i uh, nobody see nobody that i know leaves voicemails anymore really (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh i love a voicemail her mailbox is currently full of and it's not receiving voicemails. any more messages <laughs> it's
4: full because
1: it's full of
3: your voicemail
1: what
4: about voice notes I do you, know. you use voice or voice uh, sometimes you know well, what I mean? i've
3: had to resort to that because uh i need to say things sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> another podcast
4: you need another like, podcast
1: Yeah, truly. Yeah, she has so much to say. She has sixteen podcasts. I need another one. Needs (laughs) to leave voicemails. She has a message to give. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, what is something that Nava does that drives you crazy?
4: See, she's on the opposite end of something with responsiveness. She's like expects. I think when she was working at the U.N., they had a, they had like a three-hour kind of window that they needed to reply to like all things. Mm-hmm. You know, there was rigor. There was rigor there. And I'm a little, and sometimes I'm just like, damn, I mean, c- come on. Like, hey, what were we going to do if we didn't have phones, guys? People used to go to war. You know what I mean? They didn't hear from each other for months. Like family members. Like, I, I suppose we balance each other out in that sense. I, one would hope.
1: That's a funny thing to think about. yeah. How did everyone know when we were going to war?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. How the, did and and if
4: you were know. on Do Not Disturb, did you get drafted? <laughs> so weird. That's not really a great joke. But. The government was like,
1: notify anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Deliver quietly. That'd be good. Notify anyway.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay, Penn. Which of you would do better on the TV show Survivor?
4: I think I'm the easy answer, but I think upon further investigation, it could be her. I mean, I think, you know what? She's v- actually, actually, so we're, so if we're talking about like hanging out in the woods, like mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I'm a little more built for that. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about competing, she's actually, I think she's very competitive. She's like quietly, very competitive, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, actually, if I'm engaged in a competition, I start to shut down and I just like, I'm just like, fine, you can have it, whatever. It's fine. Like, it's really okay. Oh,
3: You don't like to win?
4: It's, I think the the concept of losing, it, it's like in uh, like incapacitating for me or intimidating to me. So I just sort of opt out of the of the competition. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not that like I love a I love a bit of sportsmanship between men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean like I could play a friendly game of something, but I think there's a there's a threshold beyond which it's just real I'm like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, and that's but I think Nava I think she's actually quite competitive
1: that makes sense i like that yeah all right we've reached the end what do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now
4: well you know the good answer would be we're making things we're making mm-hmm. content <laughs> making uh i want to say making movies making shows making making things podcast well do you think podcasts will still be a thing
1: It's been longer than I thought it would be. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, because we started out to do something of real purpose, I think like, um, and it's not in terms of scale, just in terms of meaning and substance. Mm -hmm. I hope we're still making things, you know? Mm -hmm. The thing is, is when you work together, you, you know, we, I'd say relatively speaking to be calling us onto a show called best friends. We've been friends for a short period of time. Like, six years or so five or six years but then like working together for just about three but you know when you're working together you start to like different things happen and that and we've really been friends for for that period of time mostly that's that's where our real relationship has been and so you know and i think the things that we've gone through so far we could probably go through a lot more things so let's here's to here's to and if we don't have a company i i'd like to say. That we learned a lot and we just have like mad respect for one another and our kids hang out and you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I like that. I like that too. Okay. Now we're going to bring Nava back. All right. We're gonna and prepare. we're going to compare these Are answers. You
4: compare notes? Oh, geez. Yes. <laughs>
3: right. And then you guys log off and decide whether you continue. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we'll be brief.
1: ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship like you're treated special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers but then ignored and overlooked later on Or your partner gets a wandering eye like how some wireless carriers start focusing their attention on newer customers. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. More than just free 5G phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola and revel. When you stay 12 months and trade in a phone, it's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metro Flex plan. I don't love putting on makeup. I mean, I like how it enhances my look sometimes, but Just the act of putting it on, having it on, taking it off. I just would really like it to be simple, easy, in and out. I look good. I didn't put that much work in. And that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Their easy-to-use infinity waterproof eyebrow liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like a wax and blends like a powder. I love that Thrive Cosmetics Gives back to the community. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. I would say my go to product is their waterproof eyebrow liner. Sometimes all I put on is eyebrow stuff because it changes your whole face. I wake up and it's like, she looks nice. And then put on the eyebrow liner. It's like, wow, she tried. Look at her. Is that makeup? Barely. And I love that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics Luxury Beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash bestfriends. That's ThriveCosmetics Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash bestfriends for 10% off your first order.
4: So, so, so do you like paraphrase what we said or do you play it back? We
3: paraphrase. It's paraphrase. Mm-hmm. paraphrase. Sure, and I will read it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can add
1: if you want.
4: Okay, this um, is the but fun let's part. Get
3: into
1: it. <laughs> yeah. This is the, the fun part. The whole thing's been the fun part.
3: <laughs> no, no, this part is the fun part where we get to see how right or wrong you are about each other. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question we asked was. How did you two meet? Nava said, met in New York City um, in her apartment. Penn was consulting with Nava's roommate, Martha, who he was very good friends with at the time, whether he should take the job on you. Um, and they would also see each other around while working in a faith youth group. Penn said, do you want to do this once this year?
1: Oh, no, we've and never wa- done that before. We haven't? We haven't?
3: Okay. <laughs> this is a fun thing about me. I'll never remember how we do anything. <laughs> Ben, <laughs> ben <laughs> said met Nava in her apartment. He went to see her roommate Martha. Ding, 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 ding. And they were having uh he was having an intense convo with Martha about taking you. And then uh Martha and Nava would host meaningful conversations in their apartment that he would attend. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So you guys got that one right. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> one for one. One for one.
1: <laughs> Next we asked, what's your favorite memory of traveling together? And you both talked about the road trip that you took mm. to this conference, but Nava also talked about the half day that you had together in London during your biannual retreat.
4: And you went oh, to the yeah.
1: park, you went to a marketplace together in Notting Hill.
4: Yeah, very, yeah, very cute.
1: Yeah. Penn described the the road trip. With more detail saying that mm. Nava played music from the 1975. He played his own music. He swears if someone asked him to play it. We're not quite sure if that's true or not.
3: <laughs> that's...
0: that's right. Yes. Yeah, is that true?
4: Isn't that true? No, that is no, true. No, I think it was actually. Was trip it the 1975?
0: It was, but that was our trip in D.C. with Ryan. I don't think that was Rhode Island. Because remember, the one to Maine, we were all so sad.
4: I was sad about like a heartbreak, you and Domino. yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was yeah that, that really,
4: no. So when we went to DC, that was actually a really fun trip. Yeah, I, that we, was, Neither but, of us mentioned that. that can we change was our probably, answer? That was actually yeah, the best. Yeah, that, was the, <laughs> <fun trip>. I, <laughs> that you, was the most Nav, fun trip. Do you remember that the most memorable moment was when <laughs> we were all talking about aliens and Ryan and we're like walking just on the street at night and, and, and Ryan goes, guys, you know the best thing about aliens? And then we look at him and he's just like, what do you think they are doing right now? And then he does that <laughs> thing. He does that thing where you where you, you put your hands on your knees and then you cross them back and forth. You know what I, It's what, oh like, he, he, like he just did this yeah. dance and then we just watched him do this dance.
0: we've like lost was, it because it was so yeah. random. Aww. Yes, that was that. Yeah, I think we both changed our answer. That was the best one. And that's when he played mother. And, uh, and I, so played in I played the 1975. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: No, I love
3: that. <laughs> yeah, I love that, too. <laughs> what do you think aliens are doing right now? Just, dance? Just dancing. Just dancing. They it was did. a
4: very it's human really dance.
3: <laughs> obviously <laughs> a
4: human dance from the early 90s.
3: Uh, the next question we asked was, what's your favorite thing about your friend? Nava said, "Pen is super generous and giving. Also, he's funny. Sometimes I'll text him, hey, be funny today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Penn said he has a real respect and admiration for Nava's mind and Uh-oh. soul. She has a consistent, meaningful purpose. She's direct. Ruthless is the word she
1: uses, which sounds a little harsh, but you know, I think it's good. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, we also asked, what is your friend's favorite thing about you? And when we asked Nava, she said that Pen says Nava is the most straightforward person he's ever met. Uh, and she was like, he might also hate that. Can't tell.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and she reminds it's a double-edged him, sword, as any sword yeah. is.
1: Yeah. yeah. She reminds him when he doesn't meet deadlines. Uh, she said "Hollywood, Which is, which is virtually
4: every single deadline <laughs> I've ever looked at. Um, of any kind, really. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Both of you talked about how Hollywood has loose... Deadlines and loose mm-hmm. <laughs> time And I was raised <laughs> I was
4: raised in the jungle. I was raised in the
1: jungle.
4: <laughs> Super loose.
0: You know?
1: And then uh Penn said that Nava thinks that Penn is very generous. He thought that was that that's something that he would not put on his own list of things that he mm. sees as good qualities about himself, but he likes that you said that.
3: Nice. Uh, then we asked, what's something you do that drives your friend crazy? Nava said uh, she persistently calls texts and is very direct with Penn. Uh, Penn says she can, you know, sugarcoat things sometimes. Um, Penn said his lack of responsiveness to texts.
4: <laughs> but if you look at it, as so it's like the percentage is bad because of the persistence but I'd say it's still regular because of the persistence. But so you know what I mean? Wait, wait,
1: wait. The scale has fair, increased.
0: It, if he just responded the first time, there'd be no persistence.
4: Yeah, that's, that, that's true.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, but I also wonder if this would be... Well, I was going to say, I wonder if this would be an issue if you guys weren't working together. Like,
4: um, Yeah, it, we, like, no, I mean, that's what I said at some point. I was like, you know, we, we have... Like a working relationship is is mm-hmm. is also it's like an added full added mm-hmm. dimension you know yeah. when you're just hanging out whatever whatever like yeah, yeah just sort of like that's that's its own thing but yeah know, we're trying to, we're trying to make moves we're trying to make money <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute righteous yeah, no. <laughs> his purpose purpose this like, <laughs> <literally>, is <purpose. laughs> what money. do you expect money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, tennis no, uh, literally never said that. And actually, I would say that we're doing the opposite. We have yeah. like turned down lucrative <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> like, well, let's just do this other thing where we don't make don't, any money.
4: <laughs> don't don't tell people that. Don't tell people that. We are yeah. out here making <laughs> cash <laughs> money. This is what. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, we asked which of you would do better on the TV show Survivor. Pen. Nava said Penn. He, he. She's like he's the famous rich one, but he is more, he's better at the nature stuff. Uh, but Nava just believe that she can be diplomatic and keep a secret.
4: How and does that, that work on Survivor?
1: Because there's like conniving Diplomacy? strategy that happens. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. And you have to like do alliances and stuff. Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. All right.
3: We don't actually
1: know. We've never seen an episode. <laughs> is, we're mostly,
3: <laughs> we've
4: gathered okay. information from what other
1: people have said about Survivor. Right, right. We just like this question a lot, even though we don't know much about Survivor.
4: <laughs> I like that, actually. I like that yeah. honesty there.
1: And then Penn actually uh, said same said basically the same thing. He's built for the woods, but Nava is very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hmm. Do you agree? Isn't that, isn't
4: it? See, I don't experience her competitiveness as a, as a friend. I just feel like you've said that you're very competitive and I'm like, yeah, I think
0: I've joked, about, yeah, yeah. I'm not competitive. I'm not like athletic at all. I just have the feelings of someone who is like, I want to be like in it and like competing, (laughs) but I like, will always lose, but I'm like hurt by, even though
3: it's very predictable. Oh,
1: Hmm. (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I think we skipped one. Oh, do we? Uh What's something your friend does that drives you crazy? Oh, whoops! Nava said, "Pen ignores my text. He never uses emojis and exclamation marks." <laughs> you gotta be up that. That's
4: so true. No, you know what I did though <laughs> yeah, on, so on her racist. on her birthday, I sent her this a bunch so of emojis and then with like a laser effect. Oh, like as though as <laughs> though you know, I was just like really laying it on thick. <laughs> that was appreciated. Pretty funny,
3: because like. I love that kind of stuff. So I'd be like, well, this is the new standard. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're always doing it with lasers now. <laughs> um, and then Penn said she's the opposite of Penn's responsiveness.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now, the final questions this year. Okay. We asked, what do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now? And Nava says, she hopes Penn is an award winning director and he gets to star in a superhero franchise. <laughs>
4: <And> <laughs> 40 years of superhero franchises.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she hopes that he has one more kid and one of his kids is a great classical musician and that Penn becomes a professor wow. at USC.
4: Wow. Nava, you, went, you went in. <laughs> I you, wanted to. like all wrote a you. whole. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're
1: welcome.
4: I was very general. <laughs> Very
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm very We saying. know who the better friend is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Nava hopes for herself that she's married, has a family, is a good neighbor, and she hopes that your production company is successful and that you're doing movies and TV shows that show a brighter side of human human nature. And then Penn said he hopes that we're making movies and content, TV shows, podcasts—if that's still a thing—and that. <laughs> If the company isn't a thing, that you still have respect for each other and that you're still mm. friends and your kids still hang out in, your, in each other's lives. And I think that's nice. So, So honestly, I think you guys did a really good job.
3: I think you, you did a really yes. good job as well. You passed with flying you passed. colors. Thank <laughs> you. Has anybody, I has
4: anybody think ever failed? Continue. Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> no one's <laughs> well, ever failed. Anyone? No. no.
4: If they good. did, would you tell them? You'd be like, yeah, oh, we'd be very yeah.
1: Really? Oh, I absolutely be like you.
3: You've never met before, not one time. <laughs> Yeah, why did you agree to be on this? this clearly what are you
4: promotion? here to promote? <laughs> you have never even met. <laughs> what superhero franchise are you a part of? How have we been tricked? Marvel. Ah.
0: Pen, I can't believe you didn't wish for me to be married in twenty years. I did. No,
4: I said, kid, no. Uh, she br- she broke up. Her, uh, she she okay. said she said for our kid. I said for our kids to be hanging out.
0: Oh, okay, okay. It's going to say, come yeah. on, man, come on. Yeah. Nava, I love that. Why didn't you say I'd be married?
1: <laughs> don't you want me like, to be married? Don't not
0: manifest that for me. I'm also constantly asking Penn to set me up with someone, and he never has. Well, clearly, like,
4: So hold on, so hold on. First of all, it's been a long pandemic, guys. Just, just, I'm, not, I'm also not a matchmaker. I'm not, I don't think I've ever... There's one, there's one, there's one friend. And I would like to be, but I, yeah, I, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I just, I'm not good at it.
3: That's what everyone says who's with <laughs> someone. They're like, you they couldn't possibly. And it's like, well, how'd you get what you have? Exactly. <laughs> Why don't you share? <laughs> exactly. Share the secret. I handle. identify with you, Nava. Thanks, Nicole. Once Sashir asked me, uh, what's the first thing I would see if I could uh, time travel? And I was like, I'd go see who my husband is. I love that. <laughs> I <was> like, oh. <laughs> The first thing you would do, and I was like, Oh, um, I guess see uh, other stuff, uh, kill Hitler, kill Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, You're not gonna like and save go, something in history, or like,
1: like, look at where we are as a society. You gotta find your husband, you got go see him. What's he look like? Is he nice?
3: And you guys should
1: listen to the episode back because you both said really nice things about each other that we yeah. didn't repeat, but. You guys clearly love each other and that's very sweet. So sweet. Oh, no,
0: Thank you. Yeah. We should bring you guys onto our podcast if you're open to it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. If you're dude. open to we it, no it.
4: pressure. See, Nava always puts pressure. No, guys, it's okay. <laughs> you don't <laughs> it's like, it's have recorded. to you Pro- don't. Do it. Promise me are gonna do <laughs> <get> it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is, a recorded this is <laughs> unrecogn- yeah. We're
4: we're live tweeting There's this interview. See, our podcast
1: is uh, <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, what are you guys uh, working on next with your company? What's happening?
4: Um, I mean, there's a, just so when you're when you're when you're trying to really make things, you're making a lot of things at the same time to see mm-hmm. if anything sticks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So we there is like uh, there's quite a list. Now i've actually just recently came up with a really great idea that I can't mention.
0: Yeah, um, i was saying if you say yeah, that, I will I actually cool. kill
4: you. <laughs> yeah. So, so she just came up with a really great idea. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Can't wait that to see. Well, now
3: I want to know. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. You'll just have to wait about seven years, probably. When that's, you come on our podcast, that's... I'll
3: tell you off. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay.
4: Um. See how she's she's negotiating. Yeah. So now right I, I now. was like,
3: well, now we have to set up because <laughs> oh, I would like to know. <laughs> no, nah, but you're very good. I'm not Thank even you.
4: available to do that. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> <laughs> would actually love to have you (laughs) (laughs) on
0: but we have we have a couple we have like two a number of independent yeah a couple of independent films and a kids like family series that are like the most immediate things in the works
3: amazing Yeah. yeah that's fun i love that yeah i like your friendship it seems really nice and and chill and like yeah so she said loving and i agree Thank
4: you. It's many things. You know, chill is not, is not, is not the... Uh, the,
1: the... <laughs> I'm not feeling the chill energy. I think, I, think no. if
2: took,
0: I think if you took the company out of it, it would be. Like when we were oh, friends completely. for three years before. Yeah, like no, super No, yeah. totally yeah, chill. Yeah. It's
4: just that what we've yeah. been trying to do with this company is like the least chill thing, which is like <laughs> succeed in a cutthroat industry and try to make something a substance. And so we're always... We actually have... Um, i think when we laugh the most is when we're talking about like if we were just um if we if we were just like cool with buying into the whole just like nihilism sheen of you know the the hollywood movie making industry we could uh, we could just we there's so many just like out left field crazy dumb ideas that we know we know would would sell sell, you know it's just like and so we like just laugh about the crazy things we could pitch that people would be like, huh, tell me more. <laughs> and that, whereas, whereas we're like, now here's something we want to do. We want to make something that's like, uh, m- moral and principled for children. People are like, mm, you know, <laughs> that sounds great, but ooh, it's a tough, tough business out there.
0: Can I just say, I'm actually going to, I won't say who I like, I won't say which network, but the very first pitch meeting pen and I ever had, we took two concepts, like, a like a family show and like a a strictly kids show. And the kids show was like educational, like no two ways around it. And we didn't take it to PBS, Mm -hmm. which we should have. And so the very first meeting we had the, like the someone in a very senior position who was there for the kids pitch um, didn't, I guess, hadn't read the brief on what the concept was, but like took the Mm -hmm. meeting and was like making a joke about how in their like network, they never make anything educational. And he was like, if you have something educational, you take that shit to PBS. Don't bring it here. And literally, right after that, I was like, "All right, what'd you guys bring us?" And we all—I yeah. think there were five and, of us on the team uh, kitchen and we all looked at each other like, "What do we do?" You know, wow. it was like such a like, "Wow, yeah." And Needless
3: to say, did not sell. <laughs> yeah, how wild! That yeah. executive is nuts. Some yeah. of them are <laughs> truly. Well, not- he was just—you know what—he
4: was honest. He, he, yeah. he, he was honest, he was yeah. Honest. He was just being honest. Yeah, but like we I do not like, like smart off. kids. Yeah. We want yeah. them dumb <laughs> We want dummies.
1: <laughs> we don't want them learning yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty That's so funny. funny,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Can you uh anyway. take the shit to
0: PBS? <laughs> Can you
1: talk about yeah. the the conception of pod crushed? Yeah.
0: Penn, you want me to take that one? I feel like I always answer that one.
4: Sure. Yeah, you're really good. So <laughs> Nava's also incredible because of the work she's done. She can she'll hear like seventeen different perspectives and then summarize them all. And everybody's like, "Yeah, that, yeah, that is what I said. Yeah, that's yeah, that
2: was, that was
4: really that was really good." Um, so she's just really good at summarizing even ideas that I come up with, and then I'm like, "Nava, you get that?" Yeah, you get that. You know, like, uh, so so podcast basically is. It's uh see this I'm already like hmm how do I <laughs> what is
0: that
4: how do what am I doing all of my extra time with uh it, it's 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 about middle school like we're t- we're telling middle school stories and we're using those as a portal to like uh to to actually really meaningful conversations you know just like about all things often identity and just a lot of what that incorporates but we you know in the beginning we had like these these user submitted stories, we'd start with those, and I narrate them. But we've now put them at the end because uh, people are here for the celebrity interviews. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, but they're still, but they're still there, and they're still good. And we we have a few animated clips to go along with them. So it's like basically, kind of, you know, one of like I was saying, some of our earliest conversations were about this age period and what how meaningful it is for people in their lives in just forming who they are. You know 12 to 15 around that and so this i mean it was nava's idea she had she had uh this idea that she basically had heard somebody's middle school story she heard somebody telling their middle school story and and um and just basically thought it was like she was just like dying laughing i guess like kind of like like in tears nava was her gut reaction was like what if there was a podcast where you just had people submitting like some of their their cringiest, their worst, their most embarrassing stories from school? You know, mm-hmm. and and that was really the 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 germ of it. And then she told me about it. Um, I was third in line too. She went to she went to our friends Sophie and David because Sophie animates and David makes music. And she was just thinking it was going to be this like small little podcast and not the giant success <laughs> that it is now the juggernaut that need not be named because of its omnipresence no and and but you know the second somebody like me gets involved in something it kind of shifts things you can't it's like you know so so she she mentioned it to me i thought oh that's cool and then and then i you know i wanted to contribute in some way we talked about me maybe narrating the stories and then eventually i became a host of the thing and then because i have reps then you know they all want to. Then get eventually, all, it's get, just like it's in the podcast, and now it's like <laughs> oh, Pen badge these no. podcast about middle school with two people <laughs> <Yeah>. we will
0: <laughs> have never heard of who m- bring down yeah. this value. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's okay. so that's that's the that's the genesis of of Pod Crush. But it's you know I think what's cool is it like when you guys come on, for instance, um, you'll see that it's uh, no it, we I think we have. I think it is uplifting. I think we have like really uplifting conversations. That's something that that's something that we've we've wanted to do, you know, since we met is like, think about making things that are they, you know, to me, to me, we've been exploring the dark side of things for a while. And there was a point in time where that was really brave and new and interesting. And I think it's I think it's maybe just not as new and interesting as it used to be and so to make something that is uplifting but it's also mature and complex mm. like I think that's that's a, that's something we see less of and you know so that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what we're trying to do
1: Yeah. I love yeah. that well I can't wait to do it yes I'm <laughs> excited Okay, great <laughs> well thank you so much for being on this show this was so wonderful to hear about your work yeah, that you're doing you for... together and your friendship thank you thanks, thanks so much us. for having us this was so fun well that's it Bye bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.
4: Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers,
1: but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader.